Hey, Cheesemosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are. And we are the Cheese Queens. You're supposed to say we are. I did. I know. You looked, you paused and looked at me like I was supposed to say it as well. It doesn't matter. It's, We're here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ready for Cheese <laughs> One day. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Uh, yes. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are covering Married at First Sight, season 13, episode 11. Before we jump into it, do you have any chisme, Ikby? I do have a little bit. Uh, let's see. Our good friend Chris from last season is back mm -hmm. up to his antics. You know, I thought he was taking a social media break, but apparently that was for a day or two. Because he's constantly on Instagram. Wait, doesn't his he mouth. always say that? Like, he always says, oh, I'm taking a break from social media. And then two mm -hmm. hours later, new post. For real. Mm -hmm. So this week, he had his sights set upon Miss Jamie Otis. Um, I don't know what kind of beef he has with her or and her husband, but <laughs> he does not like her at all. He thinks that she's fake and annoying. He wants her to be fired. He thinks he, she should be replaced. He calls her and her husband whack and like really just opened up the floor for his fans to also slam her oh. in his Instagram stories. Oh, he has fans? He has fans? Listen, <laughs> people follow the devil. That's true. <laughs> Valid point. I mean, I do think she's um, annoying, but I don't want her to get fired. I mean, that's her hustle. She got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? She got yeah. it on her own. I'm not mad at that. Well, that was his like dig too. She got the bag from the show. He had the bag before the show. It's like from what? your defunct subway. Okay. <laughs> I think on Reddit, people start calling him repossessed. You know, it says blessed. Uh -huh. The dollar sounds people are calling him repossessed. Sounds good to me. Because <laughs> they funny. sure did go and seize that subway. Yup, sure did. Anyway. I'm sure he's going to keep up his shenanigans to try to keep his name relevant. Our next bit of chisme is in regards to Mr. Zachary. So apparently in college, he created a social networking app called Friends. So basically, it, it seems low-key savage to me. It's supposed to be a way for you to meet people through your friends networks, no matter what the purpose so his original idea was to be able to see all of a girl's friends to see if he could introduce them to one of his friends. So basically, you just want to see your friend's friend. Like, yeah. you just want to be nosy. But you can do that already through Facebook. Apparently, this was supposed to be an easier way to do that. And I think his kick was that it was for any purpose whether that be dating networking business oh, okay school whatever mm -hmm. so it's not like yeah like more centralized i guess yeah okay and uh this took off and he makes millions of dollars um no this was back <laughs> in 2019 the app no longer exists <laughs> <laughs> 
But he had his like little cheesy promotional video where he was like trying to recruit people to sign up and yada yada. <laughs> uh, then I saw another little interview of him online. I was thought it was very interesting to find out that he's somewhat of a married at first sight super fan. He says he's seen every season, which is interesting. That is interesting. That is interesting. You would think he'd be more prepared for it then. Also, he wouldn't have this like fairy tale imagination of 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 a perfect wedding, a perfect marriage. You know, he's right because he's seen has what really him... high. Yeah, he's seen if he's seen every episode. So maybe is he a liar? Because <laughs> is he just saying he's a super fan? Because yeah, there even I I've only seen one season before this and. I can tell you right now that that was a shit show. So I can't see why he would think that this was going to be easy. He doesn't even look like he's having fun. You know, any of that. He says that his friends were really shocked when they found out he was going to be on the show because they don't think he needs to do this kind of thing to find somebody. Uh, His mom was mad that the experts didn't ask her advice on who he should be matched with. You know, that's kind of a valid point i'm surprised they don't interview parents or best friends or something like that that would make too much sense yeah they might actually have viable matches i know right (laughs) Uh, and, and also um i guess somebody's tuned into his facebook Mm-hmm. Or somebody's Facebook that he's related to, because I saw mm-hmm. all these like throwback pictures of him. <laughs> he was bald at one point. What? Yeah, it wasn't a good look. Uh, him and Jerron are real friends, my boo. Hey, Jerron. There's pictures <laughs> from them going back to like 2014, 15. So they've been okay. friends Solid for friendship. a good while. Because you know, we always say, "Are these people production?" like placed fake friends to just yeah they get a hundred bucks a day to be there right <laughs> do do they do they get paid do friends or any kind of extra people get paid for the day maybe they get a day rate mm-hmm. here's 20 mm. bucks yeah for your time <laughs> and here's a apple gift card apple bees gift card <laughs> Even worse. I know. <laughs> Do you even That's still funny. have an Applebee's? I have no idea. Not on either. <laughs> okay. Let me ask your thoughts. Okay. Shoot. So on Reddit and, you know, all the sites and stuff, there's been all of these sightings happening right now where we're seeing people from this season out and about together. Um, Like we've seen, like we had the person last week who saw Zach in the airport, but without Mm -hmm. Michaela, we saw Zach on like a, what was perceived to be a date with Bao. They were like eating on the the street, like in cafe or something like that. And people spotted that and was taking pictures. Yeah. And they went to a museum, I think too. And there was a video from last week of them at the club. Then I've seen reports of people saying they've seen um, Rachel and Jose in the airport together. Mm-hmm. So the theories are going around that 
everything might not be what it seems, that a lot of this may be set up by production to kind of throw the audience off on what's going to happen going towards decision day. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I think that's too complicated. Or do you think just because... Because even like on Unfiltered, they were saying they still hang out like that, like that. Like they were saying they watch the episodes together and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's But like, I would okay. think that they're, maybe they made a genuine friendship. Like last season, all the girls still hang out. Yeah. So, But it just seems like it's so frequent right now for this blatant. season. Blatant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it could be. Could be set up by production. But like what? But all those things make sense. Like, Bao and Zach, I, you know, I can't say that makes sense, but um, it, unless they're genuinely friends in real life, right? Mm-hmm. But Rachel traveling and convincing Jose to go to Mexico, that's pretty, that's something. Like, that's, that's realistic. Well, you I know, know what I mean? There, there was another season where there was, I think it was a couple that didn't stay together at Decision Day, but they traveled together to go shoot the upfronts and unfiltered and stuff hmm. and then in the end it came out that oh they weren't even together at the time yeah. or they went shopping together too and they were seen but they weren't together but the rachel and jose outings i know they're like the person actually talked to them and they're like we get a bad edit i was like do you because you said all those things actually all together in one sentence <laughs> That's not a bad edit. So I don't know. I mm, I don't really. Maybe the I think maybe the bow and Zach thing, and people are running with that one. I know. Like they can't be friends. They can't be platonic friends. They have to be dating. Yes. That's dumb. Um, and maybe I could see production setting all the group outings together up as well. But I don't. I don't. I don't think. Jose and Rachel thing is part of it. Fair enough. So maybe a little of column A and column B. I'll take that. <laughs> That's all I got. That's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh well, since you you had some of the stuff I had, I only have one, and it's that these people who are supposedly supposed to be off of uh, social media, right? They're actually on a Facebook group called Married at First Sight News and Updates. Ryan, Bao, and Johnny are members of this Facebook group. And they the only person I've seen comment is Ryan, but all of them like posts. So like Bao liked a post that when somebody said Johnny can't handle all the things that Bao wants to do in the bedroom. He's too vanilla. You know, she liked that. Like, that's true. Uh, Ryan liked something that said um, that they liked how he was treating Brett, like not, how do you say, uh, teasing her along, along. stringing her along. Yeah. So he liked that. You know, things that they're just following, you know, themselves. (laughs) The comments about themselves. So surprised. I'm a little surprised um, that they are on there, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, out in the open. And I think it, you know, it's funny that they've gone all this time, half the season without being found out. 
And then um, I think Ryan made a comment and someone screenshotted it and then reposted that in the Facebook group saying, I didn't know that these people were in here. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. So maybe, maybe they won't be in there for long, but as of right now, those three are in there. Can't get enough. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's all I have. Oh. You want to get into this episode? Let's do it. All right. Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 11, Igby. Do you have a title? Caution. Feelings approaching. So dumb. <laughs> They're so corny. I don't even remember where they even got this from. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe because everybody's like, I feel the, the love coming along it's in my sights blah 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 blah. i'm in like with this person blah 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 blah. i don't know i i have no idea it doesn't matter all right let's start off with uh well it's they were big and booming last episode rachel and jose so this is the aftermath of their big blow up from last episode they're sitting together having drinks and trying to talk it out and both of them are still clearly upset. Um, they don't know how to talk to each other. She hasn't returned his text, which kind of aggravates him. And she keeps telling him she doesn't feel like he has apologized, or at least apologized in the way that she deserves. Uh, that he keeps making excuses, and she wants you know his apologies to be you know sincere, and they're absolutely not. So. Do, do you think he locked it on purpose? Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, yes. so he's he's just trying to save face. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely did that on purpose. Like we said last week, if you intentionally got up out of the bed from your mm -hmm. sleep to go lock mm -hmm. the door, you did it on purpose. <laughs> absolutely. And she even brings up the next day, like he wasn't the be least bit sorry. He's there sitting, cooking his surf and turf and with that stupid smirk on his face and he still wasn't apologizing. Um, and he's like, well, I text you. I told you, I, I, I miss you and I love you. And, and she's like, you know, what's missing an apology from that text <laughs> still. And, that, and then he says, are you ever going to get over this? You're just going to keep bringing it up over and over and over again. And then she's like, you're actually mad that you, you locked me out. <laughs> you are mad at me because of yes. what you did. <laughs> Huh? It doesn't make any sense. Um, she goes on and tells him that he she hates how he talks to her. And she wants to know if this is part of his personality or can this be fixed? Because if it's not fixable, she's out, you know? And he says, you know, when, when these problems kind of happen, he would rather cool down and walk away and address it later. He knows Red that flag. he... <laughs> Real. can't control your anger no yeah yeah he said he would rather do that right and he knows he needs to work on his communication and listening and he promises to do that her face during this scene she looks so miserable she does she, she looks, looks so miserable and like unhappy crying. like on the brink of tears uh-huh and i don't know I don't know what she's thinking. And then it's, it turns so quickly. Like he kind of 
apologized, saying that he needs to work on his communication and listening. And she's like, there, there it is. I'm like, what? I did no. not understand this at all. I'm like, where yes. did I need to rewind this to watch it again? Because I didn't hear him say an apology. <laughs> exactly. It was just rambling. Yeah, and she's like, I never give anybody second chances, but we're married and blah, 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 blah. And, oh, I, I couldn't believe it. Mistake. Like, just like one. that. Yeah. Just like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we get to the next scene. And they're in bed. You know, they both say the past few days haven't been easy. Jose points out that he realizes he's, again, he's not a great communicator or a listener. And he really, really thought he was um, until he got married. <laughs> what this could explain why he's still single um (laughs) i just i can't believe it anyway um he goes on to tell her that he's you know someone who visualizes things right he needs to see something to make it happen uh like his whiteboard so he made flashcards for himself on how to you know fix their problems uh for himself right his first card, don't lock your wife out. <laughs> first of all, this was stupid in the first place. Yes. Like, are you going to be reviewing these flashcards every evening are we or test- something? Is there a test later at the end of the week? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> don't lock your wife out. Don't lock right. the locks ever. <sighs> Second card, check on your wife morning, noon, and night. So maybe this is another thing because he had kind of mentioned it or maybe she did that. He doesn't communicate well. He's like, I'm going to send more texts. I'm going to call you more. So maybe that's something that she was missing and she didn't talk about. Um, Third card, another, (laughs) another winner, be an active listener and make eye contact. Oh, like any adult human being, when someone talks to you, you should look at them when they're talking to you. How does so he childish. work at NASA? Right? That's what I'm saying. I can't believe it. I really... And, you know, why can't I work at NASA? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% more normal than this dude. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Oh, my God. Also, did you notice his, like, gnarly cuticles when they were, like, zooming in on his hands to show the car? Ew, no. I'm glad I didn't. Gross. Oh, no, no. No, thanks probably bites him he probably is a nail biter he's uh yeah he's a winner rachel um fourth card not to be controlling and let her be independent let her let her he spelled controlling wrong too again nasa nasa They have spell check at NASA. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't too mad about that. I spell things wrong all the time, but I had to bring it up. Uh, fifth card. Handle his anger, temper, and aggression better. Those are three very descriptive words. Yeah. Yeah. Strong, strong choice That's, of words. It is. That's strong language. It's not like, try not to get mad. <laughs> This is like very suppressed my aggression, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Towards my wife, Jeez. towards your wife, a person you love and supposedly want to protect and take care of. 
Oh my gosh. Anyway. Danger girl. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta post that one. (laughs) All right. So he says he wants to, you know, with this, he, he wants to hold himself accountable. Do you think, what do you think of this? Is he growing? Is he maturing? Or is he full of shit? He's full of shit. He's just putting on a show. <laughs> and she eats it up. She, she sure does. Um, he says, you know, he's he's not that great. Uh, he wants to take action and make this work. And she says, this is a start. She appreciates this. It shows that he wants to get better. She was thinking, how are they ever going to get past this? And now she feels like they can. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because you're taking you're you're taking the L on it. You're just mm-hmm. saying okay. He's not going to change, so I'm just going to keep going with the flow. Mm-mm. Which is a terrible there's so idea. Many, this is so many like head shakes throughout the whole scene. I was no. so disappointed with her in this episode. I really was. Cause, yeah. Because again, she's like, she's not doing herself any service at all. How how can you let someone talk to you like that in any situation? as a, a stranger or a coworker, a spouse or partner, like a friend, no one should ever talk to you like this. This is really bad. Oh, anyway, she says they're getting back to where they were. She thinks they'll both be really successful and they've had an amazing three weeks and this has just been a bad three days. And he says he's gonna do whatever he can to get through this and she's grateful. They hug it out. And that's the end of the scene. Fun. Fun Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. There was a quick little scene. Did you see where he's trying to braid her hair? Yes. (laughs) I always always try and get my husband to to braid my hair. And he's like, it looks too complicated. Why do you want your husband to braid your hair? Because because I can't do, I want a French braid. I can't do a French braid. You think he he can do it? He can learn. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's I been 13 years. So it's been 13 years. It hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Next scene um, is their one month anniversary thing. Jose surprises Rachel um, with a date on the baseball field. I didn't see whose field this was. Did you? I think like high school. Oh, okay. There's. I remember it said like Panthers, but it didn't. Uh, That sounds like a high school. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So they they kind of flash back to their wedding day conversation where she says that she went to that Astros uh, playoff game by herself. And he's like, World Series game. Thank you. Sorry. World Series game by herself. And he's like, I would have proposed on the big Jumbotron. And she's like, that's my dream. And he said he's going to do it for her anniversary. But high school baseball field it is. It's not Minute Maid Park, but something. <laughs> um, but she liked it. She, yeah. she she was excited about it. She she liked that he was creative uh, about the whole date. He got her a glove and a jersey with their last name on it. She says and he's said romantic. said first sight on the front. Oh, did like it? the acronym, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. I was trying to that. see, like, what team is it? But it's. Married at first sight. The San Miguel. Oh, that means means production helped out with that idea. 
<laughs> she says it's romantic and thoughtful. And then they proceed to play the worst game of catch I've ever seen. That was a bad game of catch. <laughs> uh, but they got she it. She's afraid end. of balls in her face. <laughs> that was funny. She's like, don't be afraid of balls in your face. <laughs> he says to step into it. <laughs> They get better at the end, though. It was kind of a rocky start. Then they sit down and have, it looks like a pretty good meal there. Wait, did you, he says that she looks cute in her, like, little casual outfit with the jersey and everything. And then she does, like, a Beyonce helicopter ponytail. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) She is cute. She is so cute. Deserves so much better. Exactly. But yeah, when they did sit down to eat, it looked like he had some kind of sandwich. And then she had mm-hmm. like this big old brontosaurus Flintstone looking rib thing. Yeah. What do you call that? A tom- rib. Is that a tomahawk? No. Steak? No, right? No. It's a rib. It's a rib? It's just a big old dino rib? I think so. Mm. It's Texas. Carnivores let us know. Carnivores yeah. let us know. <laughs> don't eat me i do eat me but you know somebody is probably like you know some people are really into different cuts and this and that and whatever i'm not i just eat whatever's in front of me like a horse <laughs> don't shake your head you know it's true aye, aye, aye. all right so they're sitting down she says it's crazy how a few days ago they were not in a good place and now they're getting back to falling in love again he asks how she's feeling about the marriage so far, since it is their one month anniversary. Uh, she's happy where they are, but they still need to discuss some things. And they bring up the separate, she brings up the separate bank accounts and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like, she's been saying this this whole time, and now he thinks it's a good idea. And then he's like, yeah, I don't listen. I guess I need to pay attention more. What? This is like the same fight y'all had over and over again and you weren't even listening. Exactly. So crazy. Overall, you know, she's, she says she's really grateful they had that crazy fight because it brought out all the issues that need to be work they work on and, and they're working past that. She knew in this process that they were going to have to compromise on a bunch of things, but it felt like everything was piling up on her and that's what made her in such a bad place. And she says, like, now that everything's kind of out in the open, nothing's holding her back. She can be open and honest and say exactly what's on her mind when it happens. And he said, you know, this is exactly what he wanted in a marriage. And Rachel's the perfect wife. Um, she said she can easily see what's going to happen in another month. And he's like, what, Europe? He said Europe. So yep. now he's like, dangling that in front of her so that he doesn't get humiliated on tv <laughs> and she's like no i meant decision day they're both gonna say yes they went to mexico they didn't go to you <laughs> we're not allowed oh that's us. true everybody hates <laughs> us forgot about that you know that whole pandemic thing <laughs> that thing that's all right Anyway, so they both seem to think that uh, in one month's time, they are going to both say yes. This whole thing is so crazy. Like, for the same day, for her to go from 
being with the girls at the destruction place and saying, I do not love him. I do not want to be with him. Da, 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 da. The same afternoon. It's like that didn't even happen. <laughs> I know. I'm falling back in love with him. Mere hours later, you got the so... same clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope something else happens because she needs another reality check because you know it's going to happen again. He's not going to change. He's a, I don't know, 35-year-old man. You think he's going to change his ways after all this time? Afraid not. I wonder what she would have to do for him to say no. Ooh. Say his name. Uh, say another person's name in bed. <laughs> she might not make that, that, might, that might work. <laughs> run, girl, run. Ridiculous. Ugh. That's all I have on them. Thank God. I mean, that sums it up. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's go with Brett and Ryan. These two crazy kids. I feel so bad for them. Like, I really wanted them to work. And it's just not clicking at all. I know. I know. It's like that first episode where they're like, they both wanted it so bad. And I wanted them to have it. Sad. So we open to them cooking breakfast. And this is where Lifetime is shady. Mm. I hate this. This is what makes it so hard to figure out the timeline of when these things are happening. Because the clip they're showing us this week was stuff we saw last week when you were telling us it's day 20, 25. Now it's day 30. And you're showing us the same clip. So how am I supposed to know? Is it day 25 or is it day 30? (laughs) If you're showing me the same thing in different episodes. Exactly. Again, you have the same clothes on. Yeah. So that's what upsets me because, yeah, it's so hard to try to figure out how much time is going on between these events and these fights and makeups and breakups and all that. Yeah. But anyway, they both sit at the table. You know, they've got their bacon and eggs and the sausage and their health drinks. And that big ass omelet. That looked good. I don't know about that, but they did have that. (laughs) Maisie, you know, seemed to be watching carefully close by in case any of that omelet made it onto the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And they kind of ask each other, making small talk, how their sleep was the night before. Ryan says that he feels good. And Brett asks, you know, what's going on for the day? And Ryan says he's got something up his sleeve for her. So... He set up a scavenger hunt for her. Brian has an ITM where he says that they are a month in, but nothing's really changed for him. He knows he has to put in more effort to try to make this thing work. Not sounding so great so far. Wait, because he said, because I don't want to go back to dating. <laughs> like that made it even extra cringe. She's like, this has to work because I don't want to date anymore. Yeah, not a good reason to stay married. (laughs) No. So they start the scavenger hunt. He gives her the first clue. There's five of them. So the first one is, what do you normally have on the table during each meal? And of course, surprisingly, it wasn't on the table during this meal. (laughs) Maybe that's why he made her that nasty drink to get the cup away from her. Oh, maybe. So 
This was really cute. <laughs> the answer was her Yeti cup or her Arctic cup, whichever brand you prefer down here. Was it the same one from their girls night mm -hmm. where they all had the same? Okay. Just check. no, Cause those were all rose gold. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. This one was silver. It's her everyday cup, not her girls night cup. Oh, pardon me. You're so observant. <laughs> hey man. They leave these little tidbits for me. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to the cup, gets out the next clue, and it says, if you were my lost wallet, where would you be? And she thinks about it for a second, and she goes, oh, by the bed. So she goes into the bedroom, and the next clue is last chance to run. And she's a little confused. He says, what is that in reference to? And she's like, oh, my shoes. So she goes into the closet to get the shoes that Brett gave or that Ryan gave her for uh, their wedding present. And she pulls the clue out of there. And she says, the clue is I don't work and I'm at 78 degrees. And so she goes into the <laughs> kitchen, goes into the little uh, wine fridge that apparently doesn't work. And there's a note in there saying that the last clue is they're always watching. And that leads her to go to one of the little spy cams yeah. uh, that production has up. For five grand a month, they need to call somebody to fix that wine cool fridge. Yeah, I don't want no hot wine. Right? And as much champagne as they drink on this show, it mm -hmm. needs to be working. Yep, agreed. The experts are sending a bottle every night. <laughs> now... Also note that she said that all his clues were shady. Yeah. <laughs> that did not go unnoticed. <laughs> she is so friend zoned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the fact that they're shady means she is friend zoned. Because if he was trying to be romantic, romantic. They'd, be, they'd be romantic. Yeah. There'd be something sexy in there. Nope. Instead of going to like, your underwear drawer you're going to the closet to get a shoe <laughs> but all the clues were cute though yeah it was a cute game and she did enjoy it uh, but did. the last card says thank you for being the person that you are at all times slash most times kind of kidding <laughs> aka he's not kidding at all i keep telling y'all and it continues, granted, it was advice given by basically every human that knows me. I do require patience above all else. We are nearly four weeks into this crazy journey, and I can't wait to see where it leads us. Stay positive. And then she flips the card over, and he gives her a gift card to Lululemon, and it says, get some Lulu in your life. We're going to the mall, kids. We're getting some new <laughs> leggings. <laughs> She's really psyched about it. She thought the activity was cute and fun. She says that he's better at writing his feelings than verbalizing them. And she likes that he's making an effort. She's feeling more optimistic and that she has been for a while, but she wishes that he would take more effort when it comes to sex and intimacy. They are a month in and they've only kissed so far. And she says she, you know, feels ready. Yeah, she's ready for the D. If she is ready and she's trying to make these changes in him, she needs to make the move because he's already, he's not, he is yeah. not going to make this move. So I think she set that friend zone thing up in on the honeymoon mm -hmm. when they were supposed to talk about these things. 
and they yeah, didn't talk late. about anything. <laughs> so now it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, but not good. If she not wants good. it, she just got a mountain. Go. <laughs> she better act like she wants it actively. Mm hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. Mm hmm. So the next scene we see is Brett. She's in the bed and she's talking on the phone with a friend. The friend asks how she's doing and she says, not good. Brett goes on to explain that. A few hours earlier, she came home and saw that Baxter had been, gotten sick a couple of times in the apartment. And so she called the vet. And of course, they start asking her, you know, is he acting any different? Is he eating? And she knows from this line of questioning, it might not be good news. Yeah. So that particular vet didn't have any appointments available. So she had to take him to an emergency vet. She said she was there for a long time. Uh, she says he was there for a long time before they called her back and let her know that basically he has severe kidney failure. Uh, so they are going to have to hospitalize him overnight at least. And that at this point, it's pretty much 50-50. He may get better. He may not. He may stay the same. Uh, she's just trying to keep positive thoughts. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know the first it. thing I thought. Ryan is trying to kill Baxter. I've been saying it since the day he met him. <laughs> he had it out for my dude Baxter. <laughs> By gosh, he did it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Poor Baxter. Poor Baxter. R.I.P. To a real one. So, yeah, the next scene basically opens up to Brett saying she's going through a uniquely hard time right now. Things didn't get any better for Baxter, and she had to put him down. Again, RIP, you'll be missed. She says it was incredibly hard for her. Ryan was at the gym and said he'd yeah. be there for her, which was nice and sweet of him. I guess she, he can't predict when they're going to call, you know what I mean? Um, but... He could have at least stayed Left with the her. gym. Yeah, something. I don't know. She seemed to be okay with him staying at the gym. I guess. So she's trying to rush and get ready for their one month anniversary date at the movie theater. She didn't want to cancel it because she wanted to acknowledge and celebrate their anniversary after one month. She wanted him to know that he's important to her and she wanted to show up and you know still keep the day going despite what's happened which i don't know i think that's tough that is if you tough. just that morning your dog of 12 13 years like your only companion you've had this whole time mm -hmm. and then you have to get yourself together look cute go on a date like, well, you know what? Lot. Sometimes people find that distracting. I knew a girl in middle school. Her, her. I know it's very different, very, very different. Her mother passed away, and she was there the next day at school. And she said, "I just want to be distracted." She's like, "I don't want to be home." So, some people are just too. like that. Yeah. yeah, people grieve in different ways. That's true. So they go to an IPIC theater. Have you ever been to an IPIC? No, I haven't. I didn't. I, I haven't looked it up either. Are they um, just in Texas? No, I don't think. No, they're not. They're national. Oh, okay. But have you? I guess you've been to one. Mm-hmm. Looks fancy. It's basically like, like have you ever been in the like VIP at Palladium? 
Yes. So it's like that where you have your like own little cubby cube thing and okay. yeah, they have all the food and drinks and all that stuff. Okay. I think IPIC has blankets though. I don't want to trust those blankets, but I think they have. <laughs> and Tico's, they, they have blankets for sale. They're all rolled up and new, but I don't think they're for free. <laughs> no. So <laughs> they start by having this weird conversation about how she doesn't like his drink. Like, why? It's your drink. Why does she have to like it? I didn't understand this. He goes on to say that his drink has ancho chili in it, and so does his pecan pie, but she hasn't had that either. So, I'd be interested in trying an ancho chili pecan pie. That sounds like, interesting. I don't you like, like pecan pie? I don't like sweets or nuts. <laughs> okay. So, that's like the whole pie. <laughs> yeah. Never, never mind. I like crust. <laughs> Give me the dry crust by itself. Mm, that sounds not delicious. How it, not how it works. <laughs> so anyway. I'm going to Google a recipe for that. Ancho chili pecan pie. Sounds good to me. I, it sounds interesting. Like I had a, um, I had a flan that was like, had a chili in it. And I thought this is going to be straight up disgusting. And it was amazing. So I'm game is what I'm saying. Thanksgiving's coming up, so Google away. I will. And then not tell anybody. <laughs> Serve it. Good thing I don't like pie anyway. <laughs> don't say anything when you come. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Since they weren't having an awkward enough conversation as it is, he brings up Baxter and asks how she feels. She says that she feels better now that she's had some time to process. What? Didn't this happen this morning? Yeah, you did not have time. <laughs> uh, she's, he shares that the last dog he had uh, was seven years old when she got or it got sick. And it didn't, he couldn't get another dog for about three years because it messed him up so bad having to make the decision to put the dog down. So in an ITM, he says that he knows after having to make that decision himself before, uh, he knows that she's probably hurting more than she's showing. He knows the feeling, it sucks, and it's he always wants to protect people, especially his wife. So they go back to them in the theater, they're eating, and he says he knows how terrible it is, and you know, again, he can relate. Uh, he didn't know that she was gonna be able to make it to the date that night, and if he were in her shoes, he appreciate or he didn't know if he was in her shoes, he would be able to make it to the date that night. Yeah. So he appreciates that she was able to pull it all together and make the night happen. Cause that's a lot. He says that she says that Baxter is on her mind and part of her wants to make sure she put on a good face, but she's not faking it or anything, but she just wanted to show him that she's there because she wants to be. And then the movie starts. She says she's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> And then they basically play their wedding video on the big screen. At the end, she asks him how he feels, and he says it was all literally a blur. They had no idea what was ahead of them. Yeah, he looks really sad. Exactly. He says after seeing the video, it's a lot to process. He says that watching the wedding was tough. It makes him think of how hopeful he was and how in the moment he was at that time. 
So he came in expecting to meet his forever partner, but watching the video is making him realize that he was thinking he was going to have all these feelings and a month in, he doesn't feel anything. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like it's been a week. Sometimes it feels like it's been a year. He thinks he needs to put in more effort and reciprocate, but he doesn't feel like he felt at the altar and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings, meaning it's just been downhill since wedding mm -hmm. day. Probably not, probably not since wedding day, probably since plane ride. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> say since first sight because immediately the first thing was she's not my type physically. Mm -hmm. So that already was probably dashed a little bit of something in his spirit maybe and With then the yeah ride. then once they got on the plane it was like oh hell Lit no <laughs> Lit the match um yeah. she needs to touch up them roots badly it does not look good somebody showed a picture of her with the full red hair no roots and it looks great looks good i saw the opposite where somebody like photoshopped her hair back to normal color oh and that looked even better yeah <laughs> she should do that <laughs> yeah the middle of a pandemic is not the time to choose an extreme hair color that requires lots of maintenance <laughs> yeah i wonder how long she's been a redhead like how long this has been a thing mm. hmm. i don't know doesn't matter not my hair this is also true <laughs> but yeah it's not looking too hopeful for old brian yeah unfortunately i'm i'm sad about it though I'm very interested to see how the rest of this unfolds because I know it's not good. Right. Yeah. The previews <laughs> do not leave us any hope. Yeah. A lot of hope. Yeah. Because it looks like it gets way worse before it gets better. Yeah. How, in any of those group pictures, are Ryan and Brett in them at the same time? I want to say no. I want to say I don't see Brett at all. Like Brett and Michaela seem to be the two that are always, always not gone there. Yeah. Hmm. And then it's kind That's of a mix of the other people. Right. Sometimes they're, yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, that's pretty Which good. Which tracks. Yeah. 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 It really does. Um, okay. Uh, let's go to the next couple. Uh, Gil and Mirla. Who would have so, thunk it? <laughs> who would have thunk it? I love that. <laughs> These two are just how did we get here we're rooting for them they're so cute together i love Production it got us with this one they sure did they're great us. <laughs> and if they don't make it i'm gonna be so pissed <laughs> i really do they think they will though yeah all right so gil takes her to a winery for their one month anniversary he has even made it a point to create a blindfold that won't mess up her eyelashes with safety goggles and some like fake roses on the top of them. And she still tried not to wear them bitches. She sure did. She's like, I oh, don't know. My stomach hurts and you can't be blindfolded when your stomach hurts. <laughs> what? Complaining all the time. She's complaining about not knowing where she's going or where she's walking. Um, she wants to know if she's going to be in the sun because she didn't wear enough sunblock, if that was the case. But then he, you know, unblindfolds her and and she's super impressed with the setup. She's like gushing. She is speechless. 
she said she's always wanted to go to a winery and do like the wine tasting. And um, she even told him that she wanted to go on a picnic and, and he listened and she, you can tell like, that's, that's her love language. You know, she wants someone to listen up, Jose, actively listen and pay attention to the things that she wants. And gifts. So they're sitting. Mm-hmm. And gifts. Can't forget the gifts. He, yeah, I don't think he brought any gifts. Well, oh, he did. <laughs> Shirts and thing. Um, so Gil's there. He's being silly with the wine tasting. He's swirling it and swishing it like Listerine in his mouth. And then they start having, you know, the real conversations, right? He asks how she's feeling about their marriage one month in. Uh, she thinks they're in a good place besides his snoring and cleaning. Uh, she hasn't had a lot of hmm moments, but he said he has. He doesn't like how close-minded she is, how dramatic she is, and he compares her to a child that she throws tantrums like a brat. And she's like, well, this is really romantic. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't get more pissed off. I thought she was going to, you know, hit the roof a little bit, but she just kind of played it off. I think she... Well, I think she just knows it's true. Yeah. She's even said she throws tantrums. she That's a word she has used for herself. Yeah. So I think she just she's someone who really knows who she is, and she can't deny that. Even after that, though, uh, she's like, what you see is what you get, you know. And he says, well, I choose to be here. And she's like, you have survived the Venus flytrap so far. They So they haven't had to fight. Um, they both say it's very comfortable. It's not forced and it feels right. And he thinks that it's because their mindset and their pace is what's making them successful. And yeah, they're coasting. Uh, he likes her and, and he thinks he's having those falling in love feelings. She's really grateful and thankful. He makes her laugh every day. She loves spending time with him. He's everything she wanted and more. This is like a Mirla we've never seen. Like, she is just smitten. Mm-hmm. She is into him. We finally see it. How into him she is. It's been a dream come true. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thunk it, right? Um, so next scene, <laughs> I guess so. Um, next scene we see them, Mirla has set up a romantic night with candles and rose petals. Um, she didn't, he, she thinks that he didn't think that she would do something like this. So romantic. And he's walking in he's like, Oh, someone's trying to be romantic and start a fire at the same time. I love that. <laughs> There's a lot of candles. Fireman. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of candles. <laughs> I like, I wrote, we see hype enter a romantic candlelit hallway followed by Gil. Cause hype comes in first. <laughs> didn't see that he's like looking around like what is all this what is this oh man that's funny you know i love my hype sightings you sure do (laughs) you're better at that than i because it's always so funny because it's like they put it in there for you to notice but (laughs) random anyway um she said she he did something sweet so she wanted to do something sweet um she thinks he was surprised and then he busts out some cute t-shirts that um he had made i guess and her says i am everything and then what does it say like i have everything i I need everything i need yeah and she loves it i 
it's not something I would love. But she was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah, she couldn't wait to put it on. Yeah. And this is like, usually they give them these on the honeymoon. Do you remember I was saying I was surprised they didn't have the little, they almost always have them wear cheesy shirts like this to the airport when they go on the honeymoon. But they didn't Mm -hmm. this season. They had the hats and matching masks and stuff. And blindfolds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. she got her cheesy t-shirt. She loved it. Well, didn't she She say she wanted him to match her and stuff? I don't remember. When she was talking about him being her brunch husband. She wanted to be cute together. Well, I remember her saying they wanted. She wanted to be cute, but I don't remember her saying matching. But I'm not. I would be surprised. So then they're opening their expert gifts, and it's their vows uh, framed, which I thought was really cute. And then they both recite their vows to each other over again. Mirla says that you know the vows have more meaning now because there's action that follows them. You know, and he continues to be really consistent, and you know. She's, she just appreciates that. They're so cute. She didn't think it would be this good. So they also have a wedding album. And they're both kind of going over that. And, you know, they're really good pictures, like, apparently. We only saw a few. Gil said, you know, this is exactly what he wanted in a marriage. He wanted someone to enjoy life with and, um, you, know, you know, have a meaning where there's no animosity there's no judgment all of that and he has it she's wearing those victoria's secret pajamas bottoms those are Mm -hmm. victoria's secret she got that card she was getting them points um she said her family was beyond happy to give her away that that was my family (laughs) they told my husband are you sure because you can't give her back uh he doesn't he didn't know what he was getting into um oh wait Mm-hmm. Did you see when they were, he was joking with her about her mm. double chin? Oh my gosh, so mean. <laughs> I do not have a double chin. It's the angles. <laughs> he knows how to press yeah. all of her buttons. Mm-hmm. And she said that too during Unfiltered. She says like, he 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 knows, but it's... She doesn't like it. it. Yeah. She doesn't do that to him. No. She complains about a lot of things, but she doesn't complain about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, I, I noticed that on Unfiltered. Yeah, that was kind of cringe. Yikes. Uh, but overall, they seem to be in a great place. One hour later, a gift comes, which makes me think that it's not nighttime when they're doing this. I thought it was nighttime, but I guess not. I think it is. I don't think it just is it? Or, I think he just Oh, okay. He just pulled it out. It's a poop scoop. He gave her a poop scoop. So he says that she asked for a sleek poop scoop. So this means she's hot walking hype, right? Or when she was she like, I'm not I'm not gonna walk she him. Gets the poop scooper of her dream. Maybe which is not this one. Which is a big compromise. That's how you know she's into it. She's like, I guess he's important to my husband. Don't take the Ryan method. What do you mean? Kill it. Oh my gosh, Iggy, no. <laughs> oh, Dexter. I'm telling you, I told y'all. No. I saw it from day it. one. <laughs> Poor Dexter. Anyway. Grapes or something. So, yeah, I guess she's walking hype, which is a big step, I think. For her, yeah. For real. Okay. That's all I have for them. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, they're short and sweet. 
Um, how about Zach and Michaela? Long and full of drama. Because <laughs> all they have is problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, since we just talked about uh, Gil and Mirla, we open uh, to a double date with the two of them and Zach and Michaela. So, first we see Zach and Michaela in the car. He's saying that he's really excited because he's wanted to do this for a long time. And that's when we learn that they're going to be going salsa dancing, taking a little class together on a double date. He thinks it's going to be a good experience because both couples like to dance. Zach tells Michaela that Gil and Mueller are probably going to like show them up. And Michaela (laughs) says, well, she's going to watch all three of them show her up because apparently she's not the best dancer. This is when I raised an eyebrow. So... Zach goes on to say, we can't be looking, you know, crazy out there. We got to keep on our P's and Q's so they don't make us look bad. And Michaela says, you keep saying we. And he says, what, you're not going to dance with me? And she says, we'll see how it goes. And this is the moment I said, oh, shit, this is going to be Vincent and Brianna 2.0. If you <laughs> watched the last season, this exact <laughs> scenario played out the same way where they took a dance class and somebody had a meltdown <laughs> and ruined the whole date experience. So yeah, I, at that point I was anticipating like, what category of Hurricane K are we going to get <laughs> in the dance studio? Because something's telling me there might be a little rain in our future. So they, Mirla and Gil get to the studio first. Mirla, of course, has to say something and says it looks like an intervention. It did. Then there's a voiceover. Well, it's just an open room. <laughs> I know, but the, how the chairs are set up. I guess. Because but, in, in reality, you go to a dance studio, that's not going to be there. That's just there for the cameras. Right. You know? But Gil says that salsa is a passion for him and he hopes it's something that he can bring into the marriage he wants to enjoy dancing with his wife and he also says that you have to be compatible with your dance partner because people dance on different rhythms and different counts you know they've been married for a month already and it's time to see if she's got those moves put them to the test so then next we see our good judy mirla complaining about the time (laughs) she says it's past her bedtime and she's tired and that's when he sarcastically says, like, oh, this is going to be joyful, huh? And she's <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> At that point, Zach and Michaela come in. Michaela's dress with the flamingos on it was so cute. Yeah, she looked ready. You know, she looked really cute. I thought she was really going to get down. <laughs> <laughs> so they all greet each other. Zach asks if they, uh, the other couple, if they've been there to that studio before. Uh, they say no, but he implies that they're experts, right? And Mirla says she's got rhythm. Gil says he's yet to see it, so he can't <laughs> confirm whether she does or doesn't. And that's when the instructor Michael comes in and they get started. So, you know, first they're starting off with the very basic, like one, two, cha 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 kind of moves. And Michaela's already messing that up. Mm-hmm. Like off the rip. Then they have like a little montage. They so, show Zach and Gil like getting down. They're shimmying. They look good. And, yeah. And they're in it. Getting it. <laughs> Mirla is holding her own too. Mm-hmm. 
she says she's even uh, smiling (laughs) yeah she's joking with gil that she told him she was good and he was like all right calm down you're doing good right now (laughs) and she says you just can't give me any credit can you so they're just teasing each other back and forth as usual and the next shot is everyone dancing but michaela is kind of standing off in place and the instructor says okay well now it's time to you know incorporate what we've learned so far and partner up and she says nope and goes and sits down she quits takes a seat and in itm zach says that seeing that she doesn't want to participate isn't surprising she's constantly going from hot to cold all the time and it's very complete confusing for him so she basically leaves zach to dance with the instructor 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 (laughs) michael and he's a good sport about it and does it no i was just gonna say one thing so her behavior right then in that moment reminded me of my stepson when he was little one time we took him to a skating rink and he failed you know he was just like falling 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 and he's like i'm done and he went and sat and he's like ready to go let's go Mm -mm. me and my husband kept he sat there for an hour it's like, so her behavior is so freaking childish. It was just, ugh, I would be so embarrassed if I was Zach. Yeah, it, w- it was not a good look at all. Mm-mm. Not cute. Sorry. So they have, uh, <laughs> I think, an ITM with Gil where he says if he was in Zach's position, he would feel not wanted. If she doesn't want to do this, she's not going to want to do a lot of stuff. And she's not even willing to try or compromise. And that shows a lot about who she is. So... I mean, since he doesn't have a partner, the class basically ends and they sit down to have a chat. Zach asks the other couples, you know, how they like the class. And Michaela says, it was fun. I had a good time. I had a great time. Oh, my God. And they all laugh because she sat in the corner by herself all night. (laughs) Then Zach asks um, what would make her want to participate and, you know, it, was there something that made her feel uncomfortable? And she said, oh, no, I just didn't want to do it, period. Salsa dancing isn't something I want to do. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong. why did you go? There's why nothing... did they plan this? <laughs> they didn't plan it. Production planned it. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it if there's something, you know, you don't want to do. You don't have to do it. Then this is when Gil jumps in to stir the pot and says... Are you like this about everything? And that's when she shoots those daggers with her eyes. Yes. But he says, that don't scare me. He continues and says, if there's something that Zach wants to do, you wouldn't try it, you know, for his sake. And she says, I did. And Gil says, that was trying. (laughs) And she says, yeah, I did, you know, a couple steps. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling it, but I tried. And Gil points out that she didn't try to dance with Zach. Like once the instructor tried to partner them up, she mm-hmm. was totally checked out. And she said, yeah, that's true. I could have tried harder, but I didn't want to. And then she like turns away from him. <laughs> Immature. So, yeah. Gil's like, like a camp counselor. He wants he wants to interview everybody. <laughs> Um, I, he, yeah, he's just not shy and not mincing his words. If he wants to know something, he's going to ask, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would actually be a great host for Unfiltered or one I of those. I thought the same thing. Things, yeah. 
So again, still wanting to keep stirring that pot. He asked if the date is comparable to their marriage and how it's going. And this is when Michaela starts brewing. Mm -hmm. She says they're at a stalemate. They aren't moving anywhere in particular. And as usual, Zach looks totally confused and shocked. Like he's never heard this information (laughs) before. And he says, you don't think we're moving forward? And she says, no, we're going backwards. Again, he's like, wait, what? Like, when did this happen? (laughs) Yeah, in the car, it looked like they were at least enjoying each other's company and joking and and whatnot. Exactly. But she says that she thought they were moving forward, but, and she was committed and was working to try to keep things pushing, but there's only so much that one person can bear and certain words are triggering. So this goes back to their pool date that was three days before when Zach said that he didn't see, you know, any light at the end of the tunnel and was doubtful about their relationship. Mm -hmm. Michaela says that she wants to be wanted and she's not feeling that from her husband. Zach says that he understands and respects that, but what she's saying, wait, he says he understands and respects what she's saying, but he doesn't think he would have strong feelings for someone in just a week of meeting them, but he did. And just because he doesn't see a future right now doesn't mean he won't someday. And she's just saying, I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't understand. Which I don't know why both of them do this. I know. It's so like, it's so fake to me. Like she's just putting on the show. I don't know. I just, I hate it. So then Gil kind of gets in there to break it down and says, he understands what Zach is saying that because he doesn't see, you know, a future right now doesn't mean there can't be a future later and he understands her point that if he's given up then why should she even try anymore mm-hmm. he points it back to himself Amirla, and says that they're both very very different but the one thing that they have in common is their marriage goals and that they want to be together so the first question you need to ask yourself is if you want to be with this person period and then slowly from there things should start falling back into place and that's kind of where Salsa Night ends. Doesn't look good for these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a yeah. fun ride home. <laughs> so the next scene, it's actually the next day after Salsa Night. They are having their one month anniversary date that Michaela planned. So they're going to Wire Road Studio where making music is their passion. <laughs> They both look great. I loved her dress again. Yes. He looked good. But they walk into a studio studio space where there's, you know, piano. They've got the tea lights going, rose petals everywhere. And then there's a small table for them with champagne. Uh, So they end up having a, they had a conversation after the salsa date. And Zach asked her what she wanted. And she said she wanted happy Zach back. So they do a little montage of his dream coming true where he gets to, you know, play for his wife and yada, yada. On Unfiltered, he said, you know, it was like a whole evening. They had dinner. He actually got a lesson uh, from an instructor. They made a song and recorded it and everything. So, you know. That's cool. Big kudos for her for planning this date. Yeah. So she says she... He's having like such a good time. She can see it in his eyes. They both look like they're trying to enjoy their time together. 
Michaela hopes that the anniversary can bring them back to the beginning. And she wants, you know, happy Zach back because happy Zach makes happy Michaela and then they could be a happy unit together. So they're sitting down at the table. They're having a drink. Zach says it feels like they met each other such a long time ago, but it's only been a month. And, you know, he kind of asks her how she feels about it. She says it's been dynamic, a lot of up and down, round and round, happiness and anger, all kinds of things. It's been constant learning. And he says, what has she learned most? And she says she to stop getting in her own way. And he says, self-sabotage. <laughs> and then they start laughing about how toxic she is, which, <laughs> ooh, yeah, not cool. And he's like, yeah, because you love to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but they laugh it off. So, okay, whatever. Uh, she asks the same of him. He says that he has certain ideals and beliefs and he's starting to question them now. He's learning to think about things from other people's perspectives and point of views. She agrees that thinking about the other person is in the forefront of her mind now because she's a wife. And in ITM, Zach says he loves the surprise and can't believe she put all the time and effort into getting this set up for him, that it's kind of crazy. It shows him how much she cares about him and loves him. And he's Mm -hmm. thankful. Back in the studio, they're still talking. He asks her about the negative so far. And she says, I don't think there have been any negatives. We're experiencing negatives, but there's nothing negative about being married to you. He says, I thought that was pretty, pretty articulate for her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He says that he hates that she blasts Cardi B at midnight. Like it's three in the (laughs) afternoon. It's time to go to bed. And she's acting like it's a day party. (laughs) Uh, They both laugh at that, but he says, honestly, he wouldn't change anything that's happened so far. And she agrees. So the next scene we see of them is a continuation. They're walking into a hotel. Zach explains that since their honeymoon got, Ruined by Miss Rona. He decided to take Michaela on a staycation, vacation. Mm-hmm. And he hopes that this could possibly rekindle what they had going on initially with a big mm. Cheshire cat smile, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. he's trying to see if Michaela kept up them wax appointments. <laughs> so they get back to the room and Michaela is saying, you know, the wedding night, you just kind of lopped me into the bed and he's like well do you want me to throw you in the bed now mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. like let's do it and he's like with the dress on and she's like yeah <laughs> like, wait a minute <laughs> hold up hold up hold up so of course he like picks her up and he's like oh it's so much easier now you're lighter now and she's like what and he's like you don't have that big ass dress on <laughs> and he tosses her in the bed they sit down for you know, some champagne and he tells her to do the toast she says when we Long first ass toast because <laughs> then they both start talking yeah i was like it's not a toast anymore this is a conversation <laughs> she says when we got started uh when we first met a month ago i was elated i was excited i was glowing then he takes over and says that her willingness to be open and patient and be present after everything that happened he has to say cheers to her for that because if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't be here right now. And she means a lot to him. In an ITM, she says it to hear that he uh, that he's appreciative makes her feel good. 
She doesn't know what love is because she hasn't been in love before, but you know, they're making their way and she's willing to keep trying. That's when he busts down the Tiffany bracelet mm-hmm. with their anniversary date, February 19th on it. Now, hopefully the last couple times people have gotten Tiffany jewelry on this show, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope, you know, well, that $500 don't break him. The first step was that she put it on. So I think they're good. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, because in season 10, I think Brandon and Taylor, he gave her the Tiffany tag necklace with their Mm -hmm. date on it. And like, he was an absolute psycho. Oh, dear. Yeah. So let's hope this fares better for them. Mm. And of course, she, you know, she loves it. And she says that, oh. I also wanted to know, this was the only wedding gift we saw on camera. I know you were saying earlier, oh, maybe somebody else got a gift. Oh, we saw Jose and Rachel. Rachel's. They got a glove. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody else had like bags and boxes and stuff. They had gifts, yeah. but they never showed what they were. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we saw Brett and Ryan walk in the theater with a bunch of bags and boxes. Mm-hmm. And, but Val has a bag. Yeah, Mirla and Gil. She had a bag. They opened the expert gift. But when they went to the winery, she had a bag. Did she? Okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. I wonder why they didn't show everybody else. I don't know. Got to keep it under two hours, I guess. Do they? (laughs) So she says that. She's learning and growing and, you know, something has to be there. She thinks that it might be love. She can't believe this is happening to her, but it's almost midnight and they decide it's time to lay it down in the bed. So they get in bed with bathrobes on Mm -hmm. and Zach says, oh, that bracelet looks good on you. And she says, thank you. My husband got it for me. And he says, oh, he must be a man of good taste. And she says, yeah, he got me this too, showing off her necklace. And he was like, oh, wow. She's like, yeah, it seems like they're coming every 30 days. (laughs) And he says, all right, let's not get used to that. (laughs) Pretty slick. (laughs) So then they're just in bed, like, pouring rose petals over each other. And they agree that it was a good day and it's time for lights out. But we can still hear their mic audio. And Zach is like, oh, we're laying in the same position as wedding night. That's interesting. And then it shows them a few hours later at a restaurant because they're hungry because they just like, they smashed, yeah, <laughs> got it in, yeah. So like everybody get out. Uh, we're so tired. We're so tired. Uh, get out. Smashed. Now I'm hungry for some Cajun food. <laughs> because Zach says it was a very, 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 very great day, and now they're blinded by the sex again yep happy as clams so So again like they're just so up and down like it's just they don't need to be married and the fact that you know it's been a few days like you'll you'll get into the the group dinner but she's already saying that she she loves him you know i was like three days three days earlier you were being pissy at a salsa dance rehearsal like it's just it's ridiculous what it not 
Everything cannot change in those three days. That is ridiculous. Sure can. Look at Jose and Rachel. Oh, my goodness. It changed in two hours. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Anyway, that's that's them. <laughs> that's I can't. Them. I, that's another one. I can't wait. I cannot wait. What sets her off? What sets her off in that preview? Yeah. So, okay. So, it's episode 11, right? Uh-huh. And they're halfway through. So, there's going to be 20 episodes? Is that, is that fair That's to say? What I would imagine. Okay. So, when is this going to happen? Probably episode 19. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. I feel like they drag out decision day, too, for a few episodes. Episode. Oh, maybe so. So, maybe 18. We're at 11 right now. I think next episode's probably like the Ryan Brett drama and I don't know. We'll get to it. Yeah, they have to okay. give them a little bit more. Since they did a big group thing this episode, it'll probably mm -hmm. be a couple of a weeks before we see them do the group. Because that's a couple's thing. retreat, right? Yeah. Okay. And did they do this in the last season? It's funny, like I just forget everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm I know sure they, they all went to a, a beach house or something. Was that a retreat? Was that what they considered a retreat? So. Well, they played games and stuff. Hmm. Anyway. Activity. Right. Yeah. Let's let's move it along. How about Bao and Johnny? Last couple. <laughs> Every time I say boy. their names, Igby just shakes her head. Every couple, boy, she just shakes oh her head. Because <laughs> it's... This is out of control, insane. I'm okay. like, I don't even know who to believe. I know. I know. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we oh, one of the opening scenes is uh, Johnny and Bao brushing their teeth, to which he references so like a blowjob blow job joke. And now his dream of brushing his teeth together with his wife makes sense. He's such a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> anyway, after that, their one-month anniversary thing is skydiving. Bao is so freaking excited. Uh, Johnny says this is on her bucket list. It's not something he would do. He says the the risk outweighs the reward. And he would, you know, this is not what he wanted to do at all. Yeah, on Unfiltered, he said that he did his will the night before. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Hey, do you see on Unfiltered, like, every time Johnny talks, Zach is making faces. They're Zach both is... making a lot of faces during the episode. Yeah, they don't like each other. Because Mr. Cedulia girl. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Well, Johnny's pretty unlikable. That um... also just saying uh, okay so yeah uh they're they get in the air uh they both look really nervous but excited the jumper one of the jumpers says a little joke about don't open your mouth when you're in the clouds because they're 90 percent moisture or water and you could drown and they both look like they believe him for a hot second he's like nah just kidding um Bao says that her family would not approve of what she's doing so she didn't tell them and she'll tell them after uh, this looks fun but i don't think i would ever jump out of a plane Absolutely i don't think i'd ever not. get into a small plane either no 
my aunt yeah. tried to get me to do it for her 40th birthday. Was it that? <laughs> Did she do it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Randall paid for it. He said he wasn't going to do it, but he paid for her to go. <laughs> so <Dang>. she went. <laughs> my <herself>. sister. My sister. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, my sister jumped out of a plane and the strap went up and over her neck. She oh has it on video. Yeah. And the whole time she's like not even enjoying it because she's trying to claw at her neck because the strap is like cutting her off and the instructor's trying to help her. And eventually, I don't, I don't remember. Eventually it comes off or it doesn't matter because they land. Like it looks scary. She's like, yeah, it's not traumatic at all. Yeah. After seeing that, I was like, no, never doing that ever again um, or at all. But it looks like they have fun. And it's a huge adrenaline rush. They land. Uh, Bao runs into Johnny's arms and kisses him. Um, and then the weird instructor's like, where's mine? No. No, no, sir. <laughs> did you notice that annoying song that they played? <laughs> yeah, I did jump notice Jump with your hands in the sky. Come on, yeah. jump. <laughs> It looked really fun, though. They they enjoyed it. Um, she said it was magical and everything she wanted. Next scene. Awkward as hell. But they go to Rudy's. Shout out to that <laughs> cream corn, though. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. I love their cream corn. It's so good. Cream corn. And their um, sissy sauce is so delicious. Very good. Uh, highly recommend. If you're not from Texas, you got to go to one. I, they're in Texas only, right? Yes, it's the worst barbecue in Texas. <laughs> it's funny. They both say they're like still in their adrenaline rush. Um, she asks how he's doing during this halfway mark, you know, their one month anniversary. He says there are differences, but he's 100% committed in this marriage. Uh, he really wants um, more spontaneity in their marriage, though. And of course, he brings up sex. Johnny wants there to be like a flirting all day up and down kind of thing going on with them i guess via text messages or something um so that when they get home they just like tear each other's clothes off they're ready to have sex so a lot of things come to mind in this uh one he watches too much porn well, this is what I thought when and... Brett was saying, when Ryan what? was saying it. He When was he saying it? When he was oh. saying he wanted to rush home and push his wife see, against the wall. This is what see, I was thinking. The same no, thing. No, no. So what I, when, when Ryan said it, I was thinking more like he's excited to go home to see his wife. You know, I, I understand what you're saying now, but I didn't take it like that. I just took it as like, that he he is so enamored with her he is so he loves her he can't wait to get home and spend time with her that's how i took it with ryan but how johnny is saying sounds like porn like he's in this fantasy again yeah so so that's what i thought with that uh someone on reddit said maybe he needs this because he can't get it up on the on the quick but if Bao wants to have sex every day, she doesn't do this every single day. She can't just get home and and whatever. Well, on that's unfiltered, what he. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say on unfiltered. He says like this is 
it seems like she wants to have sex every day, but it's like something on her checklist. Which, I don't know. Who knew? Wow, it's always quiet ones. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but you would think if she wants to have sex every day, like... The way he talks about sex so much, he would be like about it. Right? That sounds like from from what he's said in the past, like a dream come true. Who cares if it's just after dinner, before dinner, whatever. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, it's like you have a career just like I do. I don't have time to be texting you all day. Right? Like, hard eye emojis <laughs> and eggplants and shit. Like I'm yeah. busy. <laughs> I'll see you later. Oh <laughs> yeah, on Unfiltered, did he say she wants to have like sex every every day multiple, multiple times, times a day you would think that would be right up his alley i don't know any man who wouldn't enjoy that at least for a while <laughs> right yeah especially at the beginning of a relationship take yeah. it you know what i'm saying oh my gosh anyway um so he's telling Bow this and then she says well then touch me let me know touch me touch me touch me but she says it in a giddy voice and he immediately turns off. You can see his face just like done because he hates that little kid voice she does. And he, he shuts down after that. Yeah. She says that they're both used to other people initiating romance. So it's hard for both of them to get used to, you know, one or the other doing it. She says she needs to be maybe a little more blatant and ask for things that she needs. Uh, she brings up an example. I guess she was having a hard time at work and she was telling him a story about a coworker or something like that. And, and at that moment she really wanted him to hug her and, but she was afraid of being rejected. So she didn't ask. And he's like, the mood was right. So if the mood was right, why didn't you hug her? <laughs> if your wife is upset an, or anybody, if someone is upset, a normal reaction is to comfort. Why wouldn't you hug your wife? That's so dumb to me. And then she, and then, but she takes the blame on herself. She's like, I'll do better next time. I'll ask for a hug. You shouldn't have to ask. Oh my gosh. Anyway, she said she's trying her hardest. She's trying to ask him more questions. Um, He asks what she needs from him. And she says more cuddles. And in ITM, you know, she, she tells the camera that, you know, he's not initiating anything. It's all her that she's. She want, what, is that the point where she's like, throw me a freaking bone? She says she's big spoon bow all yep. the time. She never all gets to be a little spoon. Time. It's sad. He says uh, cuddles are hard for him because they fall asleep at different times and they're both hot tempered or hot to bodied and, and uh, you know, it's just uncomfortable. So that's why he doesn't like to do it. <laughs> I feel him. I, yeah, I'm kind of like that but i do i'll cuddle for a little bit and then i'm like i'm hot and then that's it (laughs) but if your partner needs something like that you can just put that boundary there you know but they're not um you know communicative at all so later on bow and johnny meet up with their friends separately so Johnny meets up with his friend Kim, who tore her ACL, and she's all propped up. Um, he tells her he needs her advice, and she's asking how it's going, because, you know, it's been a month. 
Um, and he goes on and talks about, you know, the little painting fiasco, how she treats everything, every activity, like with perfection and uh, with an end goal. And he was looking for more of an interaction, more flirtation during the process. And it wasn't there. Uh, Kim has an ITM. She thinks that he focuses on the negative um, way too much. And if he keeps doing it, she's he's going to retreat. He says he needs to initiate romance. And it sounds like he doesn't know how to do that whatsoever. He says, and he also says that when he's forced to do something like that, it makes him want to do it less. So Kim's trying to be helpful. She's like, you know, let's tell me about her. Let's brainstorm. And then he's like, she supposedly likes to cook, but we've only cooked one time and haven't cooked since. And Kim's like, okay, so make time. She says, you make the move first then, you know, try holding her hand. She probably needs that reassurance. And you can't walk away from this whole experience without trying your hardest and say, you know, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that, basically. And that's pretty much where they ended their little conversation. Bao meets with her friend, Annie, who asks how it's going. And, you know, Bao repeats herself, you know, we've, we've heard this before, you know, she says, you know, he doesn't initiate. She's always the big spoon. Um, and he says, you know, we try not as women tend not to talk about our feelings and, you know, that's not, you know, going to help. So you need to talk, you need to communicate and this will make it better. Bao says she's not a touchy feely person at all. She's not into PDA and he loves it. Johnny says it's easier to respond or reciprocate when the other person initiates. And that's really hard for her. She says her love language is baking and cooking, acts of service, gifts. Um, but she doesn't cook because, you know, time. Her friend says it's a challenge, but you can get past it. Once you get past it, it'll be smooth sailing after that. And But it's going to take work. And you can't expect magic. All true things. <laughs> I don't know about these two. They're just... At this point, it's it's getting annoying. You know, like both of them. <laughs> too much back and forth. It really is. It really, really is. And like dramatic peaks and valleys. Yes. I know. Like, like last week, they were just ripping their clothes off. High and high. now... And now they just can't, you know, hold hands. <laughs> it's, it's very bizarre. They just don't get it. Yeah. That's all I have. It's on enough me. for me, dog. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next scene we come upon is. Just in case that wasn't awkward enough. <laughs> right. All of our couples are going to be getting together to have a big one month, one month anniversary dinner together as a family. So they all arrive in the Sprinter van to Artisan's Restaurant, another did French you place. Up? You know I did. <laughs> nice. So they all look great. They're all, mm-hmm. you know, dressed um, to the nines. Except for Ryan's, like, vest thing. I didn't like that. You're not with the vest. Mm-mm. Didn't Jose have on, like, red pants with a pink shirt? Yep, he did. I didn't like Jose's tight-ass pants either. Mm-mm. I really don't like Jose in anything. He just looks weird and all. And then he puts jewelry 
Like, Vicky has so much jewelry all the time. I'm like, dude, pick one wrist. <laughs> no, we need to have all the bracelets. <laughs> it's a friendship bracelet. He's got a chain. He got a watch. Quit being a hater. I am a hater. I just don't like him. Anyway, they go into the <laughs> In restaurant. No. <laughs> They're going into the restaurant. Everybody's getting situated and sitting down at the table. Johnny tries to be cute and he gives Bao a flower that he plucked from the centerpiece from another table. <laughs> and they all are like, oh, Johnny. Oh. And Rachel says, oh, it must be nice to have a flower. And Jose says, if she wants one, he'll get her one. It's like, okay, chill out. <laughs> then our talk show host, Gil, surveys the table <laughs> and asks if they're falling in love or falling in like with their partners. Then I think they go to Zach and Michaela first. He says that he could be in a place of loving Michaela because she's one of the most thoughtful people he's ever met and he would do anything for her. She says she already loves Zach and she's told him. Brett so, looks like she's gonna cry during this. Yeah. She's Both of feelings. them look awkward. Yeah. Because they know. But, she, okay. but she's like clutching her pearls like, oh my gosh. I'm gonna cry for her friend. It's like the but notebook yeah. in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so, a straight to video like fourth sequel of the notebook. <laughs> straight to Netflix. Netflix That's original. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this changed in overnight. Overnight it changed. She loves him overnight after she got that D. That's all it takes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to a, an ITM or an interview with Gil and Mirla, I believe. And he is saying that it's great to see Zach and Michaela in a good place because it was so weird and awkward when they were on that salsa date. <laughs> but now to see them say that they love each other or have love for each other is great. Mirla says that it's refreshing that they were able to actually work it out. So I think it's so funny that both of them are just like, just wa people watching at this point, mm -hmm. like just taking it all in. They're the, um, they're the experts. <laughs> they're like the Vincent and Brianna of this season. Yeah. They're like the, um, Jessica and Austin from season 11 where they just had no problems and just yeah they did the same thing sat back and watched everybody's drama and they're like no we're fine mm -hmm. <laughs> and they stayed married and now they're have a baby on the way well there you go <laughs> except Gil is nosy as hell <laughs> and it's perfect that Mirla's his wife because I know they just like it's like oh wait I know like after every time they do yes after they do an activity it's like girl yeah girl like, man <laughs> let me tell you what happened da, 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 i could just see them just gabbing I can well, we see them we've too. seen them do it <laughs> yeah but anyway they go back to the table uh next couple to say their piece is rachel and jose rachel reveals to the group that after the barbecue that they had with everyone she decided that that was the time for her to say that she loved him that night on the couch and you know she goes on to say that a week later, the lockout incident happened and they were at a low. But 
Immediately, she was able to fall back in love. She felt immediately <laughs> safe and comfortable and secure, and she's glad the incident happened. What? This makes Mm-mm. no sense whatsoever. It makes zero sense. How do you feel safe with a man who locked you out, put you out on the streets, basically? He threatened to throw stuff at you. <laughs> yeah! Oh, my God. But Just Ryan... <laughs> so infuriating. <laughs> Ryan chimes in and says that he's watching Jose as Rachel is speaking and he can see that, you know, her words really mean something to him. I guess for once he's listening. I don't know. Mm. Um, But I think somebody clinks their glass and then they have a kiss. There's a voiceover of Ryan saying he's looking at the other couples and listening to their stories and comparing it to what he and Brett have. And he should probably stop doing that. Yeah, it's not helping the situation. Yeah, he says it's tough. He wants to be in love and have a family, and he's wanted that for a long time. But they cut back to the dinner, and it's their turn to kind of express how they're feeling. Ryan says that he cares a lot about Brett. He respects her and thinks the world of her, and genuinely cares about her. She says she knows that. He goes on to say that they've had a lot of ups and downs and they're kind of in limbo because he's been holding back. He says he's cognitive of her feelings and as far as, you know, their relationship goes and how they're feeling about each other and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. So he doesn't want to say anything either way, which is kind of a cop out. Yeah. Because if you're not thinking her, you should probably tell her. Yeah, I think he's also making it a point to say, I'm not going to, you know, have sex with her. And then say, I'm good. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I think he's, that's what he's trying to say, that he's taking care of her emotions in that way. But on the other hand, he's kind of fucking with her emotions another way because he's not playing the game, you know? Mm -hmm. She says that it's a struggle. She explains that she's going through, you know, a hard time with Baxter and everything. And she thanks all of them for reaching out to her. But as far as Ryan goes, she cares a lot about him and is still hopeful. She can see a lot of the reasons they were matched. And it's just going to always keep her heart open and hope that'll be enough for them to grow more. Again, they cut back to our golden couple. And Gil says he (laughs) feels bad for Brett because she's not getting any reciprocation from Ryan and Mm -hmm. you know that's tough it's going to be a process for them but they have to kind of just take it one day at a time so we go back to the dinner and Gil and Mila are saying their piece he says that he's 100% in like and he actually thinks he could be falling in love he says he's not in love yet but he's falling she's a unique princess and she just all giggly Mm -hmm. he says that a younger version of himself probably would not have put up with Mirla but (laughs) now you know he's older he knows what he wants and what's most important and you know trying to grow with someone because they want the same thing and have the same goals makes everything easier he says he knows he's on the road to falling in love because of that. And Ryan calls BS and is like, you say on the road, you're already there. <laughs> and Mirla says, facts. 
But then she goes on to say that she's made the choice to love her husband. So we've got all the ladies saying, I love you first. Yep. She says that he has so much good in his heart and he's everything she imagined in a husband, even a step above, because he makes her feel special every day. She feels like a little princess when she's with him. She thinks over time that they'll grow that love. And, you know, they seem happy as two bugs in a rug. Mm-hmm. And then things <laughs> turn. <laughs> things get so freaking awkward. It's time for Bao and Johnny to say how they feel about each other. She says that she's growing in like with him and that she's really trying to give her all 100%. You know, she's meal prepping, making gourmet meals, baking, doing little things around the house. And then immediately we cut to an ITM of Johnny and he's like, she's lying. Stop lying. What you're saying is not true. Lies. <laughs> in the month she's cooked that one time she made that salmon that she put her hands all in. And that's it. Handsy salmon. With quinoa. <laughs> then he says that she plays the victim card too much. We go back to the dinner and she's saying she needs to initiate more and basically romance him. And he is giving her <laughs> death glares. <laughs> she says she's never had to do this before. She's used to being courted. This is a big step out of her comfort zone. But she's 100% committed and she's going to continue to keep trying. Then again, we get voiceover from Johnny and he's saying... It's always her changing, her making an effort, her trying, and he's not doing anything. They cut back to the dinner, and he says, there's so much I want to say right now. <laughs> he is pissed, like red yes. in the face. He's so mad. But he says, I need to talk to Bao privately first before bringing up anything in the group. <laughs> and Everybody you know, awkwardly says, yep, yep. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you hear Brett and Ryan trying to reassure him that everything's going to be okay. And Ryan says, well, those flowers aren't going to be okay, but you'll be all right. Because he's been ripping a rose to shreds, petal by petal, as mm -hmm. a way of channeling his anger. Like, to the point that Bao even looks over to him and sees, like, the pile of petals and, like, jumps back. Like, oh, shit, what the hell? <laughs> mm -hmm. So... They break the tension by asking, you know, how do they get more wine? Yeah. Brett is going to uh, make a toast, but Johnny kind of shoots up and says he has to go to the bathroom. And they're all like, what the hell? This is like the third time. <laughs> you have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. So we see him going to the bathroom. And basically he's like outside of the bathroom, like pacing around like because yeah. he's so mad so then they cut to bow at the table still speaking she says mm -hmm. that she likes to look at the positives and focus on that she's willing to do whatever work it takes to get you know for things to work out then they show johnny he's has to go outside to cool off basically so he's outside leaning against the wall and you know they have a voiceover saying that every time he gets in a flow with bow she throws him a curve he says it's always him doing something wrong, him being too critical or expecting too much. 
He feels like he's caught in a web and that he's being played or manipulated sometimes. That's when his boyfriend comes out and (laughs) is trying to see what's wrong. So Jose asks, you know, what's really going on here? And Johnny says that him and Bao are experiencing two totally different things. (laughs) That's accurate. Alternate planes, basically. (laughs) He says that, again, he said this before, that she's one way with him privately and another way with everybody else. Yeah. And I, you know, you you say that, and this is the first time we actually have video evidence of it. At first, I thought he was just being, you know, an ass. Making an excuse for himself. Yeah. But no, this is a blatant lie because they show all the, you know, the the footage of them eating, you know, this and that. That's not gourmet. It's takeout or what did he call it? Bachelor food. Yeah. He says that the way she's acting in front of everybody else is not really how she is. He goes into saying that, you know, she's just straight up lying. And he uses the example, like you said, of gourmet cooking. They show the little montage of clips where she's saying she wants to cook but doesn't actually do it. There's a clip where she ate his leftover food because she didn't want to cook. There was another clip where he cooked for her the bachelor food. So I don't know. Yeah. So like you said, it's obviously I don't understand. I just don't understand. Like, it's not that hard to cook every day or at least a few times a week. You know, I made Dinner right before this podcast took me 15, 20 minutes. One sheet, put it in the oven, take it out. Done. Bows overthinking this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so he continues to tell Jose that the whole time he was sitting next to her, all he could think of is that everything that she was saying is not true and it was pissing him off. He thinks that she just wants to make herself look good. Mm-hmm. He says that she's controlling, manipulative, calculating, and that's not what he wants in his wife. She gives herself all the credit for things she wants to do, but doesn't actually follow through on. And, you know, the only bit of advice Jose can say is he thinks that they need to have a tough conversation. You know, he wants them to be successful. And Johnny says, yeah, I wanted that too. Did you notice that he kept trying to say something? And uh, what's the name? Um, uh, Johnny Johnny? kept cutting. Yeah, Johnny kept cutting him off. Yeah, he's just like... uh, cut him off (laughs) he had so much to say he says basically it's the case of a square peg in a round hole and then when things can't get weirder here comes bow like (laughs) tipping out the restaurant awkwardly with her to-go container and she's asking i guess a producer which uber she's supposed to be getting in johnny and jose (laughs) are still there in the middle of their conversation He's saying it's going to be an uphill battle for him. And again, she's standing there looking at them and the crew just looking confused. (laughs) Eventually, Jose asks if they're going to leave. And she says, yeah, they're going to take off. They hug goodbye. They go to an ITM of Johnny saying he was just kind of, he's just kind of expecting that she needs to be seen in a positive life. And she needs people to like her. And she's willing to do whatever she needs to do to make that happen. And that's where we leave off. They get into the Uber. We learn later that they did not talk on that ride home. Mm-mm. He definitely did not look like he wanted to get in that car. Mm-mm. I was wondering, think- too, like, since they, I was like, oh, man, since they all came together, what if they had had to leave together yeah. in that Sprinter van? Do you think 
next week's episode will continue where this left off like with everybody like oh shit that was hella awkward <laughs> do they finish this dinner because it just started oh the like couples dinner yeah no or you think no that this episode is over and the dinner's over so they're not going to address it anymore yeah they're doing oh. american ninja warrior next week what oh yeah i did see that now Bao and Johnny are still going to keep fighting. Next week, uh, like we said, there's the American Ninja Warrior Challenge. Mm-hmm. It looks like Bao finally cooks something. We find out if Gil and Mirla are getting it on. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? I, you know, I, I hope Gil doesn't put all their business out there. Maybe he just makes a funny joke because i i feel like since it's so private mirla wouldn't want people to know you know what i mean yeah she'd be she'd be offended hopefully he's a gentleman about it mm-hmm. i don't, I don't know. know but i think they are because she's glowing <laughs> she loves him they're mm-hmm. she's they're choosing married. to love him so yeah yeah and then um the other thing that intrigued me was and maybe it's just you know, the edit of the preview because they always try and get us. But they're talking to the counselor on the laptop, Johnny and Bauer. And he says, someone's attention is divided. And Bow turns to Johnny and says, is there someone else? So that should be he looks stressed the fuck out. Yup. Sure does. Yeah. Also, Brett <laughs> seems to be at some kind of breaking point. So maybe... She's talking to her homegirl, so maybe she's gotten to the point where she's like, "Uh, this isn't worth my time anymore. Yeah, maybe so. It looks like Rachel and Jose have a tough conversation, too. I don't remember that. She was saying that she doesn't do well with criticism. Oh, yeah. Which is funny, (laughs) because... It's awesome. (laughs) Well, it was was alright. It was an okay episode. I didn't, I, I, I can, I don't know, the, the one month anniversary is kind of like a love fest for some and the group dinner is what made it, made it to happen for me. <laughs> that was wild. I wonder how long they filmed that. Yeah. 12 hours. Probably. <laughs> well, it was still light outside when they left. Or when, when they left. Johnny left. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it kind of sucks that they're not going to pick up from where that left off, but they never do, do they? Just ended abruptly. My fave. They showed you what they wanted you to see. <laughs> Them yeah. fighting, not having a good time. Yeah, I know, I know. All right. Well, that's the episode. So uh, episode 11 in the books, Married at First Sight, season 13. Um, continue to watch along with us. Um, you can follow us on social media on Twitter. We are the Cheese McQueens on Instagram. We are Cheese McQueens podcast. Uh, make sure you rate and review us. Subscribe wherever you are listening to us currently on any podcast uh, platform. And um, yeah, anything else, Igby? I knew Ryan did it. (laughs) That's all messed up. R.I.P. Baxter.
This episode is dedicated to you, Baxter. You're a real one. Oh, cute little thing. Poor puppy. Senior. We ended at a downer. You brought it down. <laughs> I didn't bring it down. I just stated facts. <laughs> well, either way, it happened. Oh. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.